Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to this episode of Ask the Experts. Ask the Experts is your local show all about your health, your home, your money, and your lifestyle with our rotating cast of experts in their fields. I'm your host, Brian Fitzgerald. If you want to listen to any part of this show or any past episodes of Ask the Experts, you can go to your favorite podcast site and search for Ask the Experts, and you can listen on your time at your convenience. Today's show, we have one of our frequent guest experts on. Joining us today in studio is Sunil Verma from Austin Business Brokers. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sunil. Uh, thank you. How are you, Brian? I'm doing well. Thank you. On today's show, we are going to be discussing why this may be a great time to buy a business. If you would like to reach out to Sunil and his team of experts, just pick up the phone and call 512-800-7085, or you can go to abbtx.com. When Sunil came on last time, we talked about retiring and how this may be your best and last chance to sell your business and the challenges of selling your business with both the economic climate and from a timing perspective. The economy looks like it will be taking a downturn and the threat of inflation and other things having an impact on your bottom line, it may take you more years to fix your business than you wanted to work. So people are looking to sell a business. Is this a good time to buy one? And if so, why is it a good time to buy a business, Sunil? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, especially after the COVID shutdown that lasted a couple of years, there's a lot of, uh, first, firstly, a pent-up demand for people looking to make a change. And one of the best uh, or most uh, important changes you can make in your life is buying a business. And uh, also because a lot of shifts, uh, both uh, in the economy and in the way people uh, live their life, uh, there's a lot of demand for small businesses, people to, looking to buy a business. But it's like, uh, you know, you go into... Uh, department store right the day of Christmas and you're looking to buy something but you don't know what and the store is almost empty and so that's where you know things are in flux uh, people uh, the economy is still recovering and people are still uh, figuring out what to do but if you're savvy and you're smart and uh, you know you know exactly what you want or even if you don't know exactly what you want if you see a good business, this might be a great time to buy a business. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of uh, good deals going around uh, if you look at the right places. What things impact the availability of businesses for sale, both locally, nationally, and from a grand scale on a global level? What are some of the main factors that make people want to sell a business they built? I guess what economic factors and what external factors impact the business community? Well, for the most part, local businesses are dependent on the local economy. Something happening two states away or two continents away doesn't really make an impact uh, uh, in a local business. But again, these are external factors, and sometimes, you know, world events do have a effect on uh, pretty much every business. COVID is a good example. 
you know, everything was shut down. And many industries like retail, food establishment, hospitality, tourism was down. And, you know, you couldn't even have a gathering at event centers and everything. So all those businesses were affected very negatively. However, you know, people still have to figure out, they make some changes and keep on with their life. Therefore, like construction, a lot of people still moving into Austin. Construction was booming. Delivery businesses were doing good and they just, uh, you know, opened a whole new channel of uh, employment and uh, industry. Uh, and there was a lot of increase on those kind of businesses. Now, you know, again, those kind of uh, world events do make an impact of every business. You know, somebody, instead of going to the office, is sitting in his house working from home in his shorts and T-shirt. He doesn't need the dry cleaner like he should go to, you know, once a week. Maybe he goes once every two months. So the dry cleaners did see a fall in their sales. And anything that has to do with commute, you know, uh, moving back and forth did uh, affect. Austin Business Brokers, 512-800-7085 or abbtx.com. If you have any questions you would like Sunil to answer on a future show, you can go to abbtx.com slash radio, and we will see if we can get it answered on a future show. You certainly saw some industries and businesses that were considered untouchable prior to the pandemic. You saw them get impacted in, in ways we didn't expect. You mentioned conventions, food service, restaurants, and tourism, and things like that. It was surprising to see those kinds of businesses be impacted in such a way for such a long time during the shutdowns and when the mandates were in effect. With all these external factors and uncertainties, how do you as an expert help your clients navigate the ever-changing and unfamiliar environment and facilitate them buying or even selling a business? Well, one of the lessons everybody uh, learned was uh, because of COVID, they were they are more aware of uh, the surroundings around them, not just in their world, but external world, whether it's, you know, in the city or in the state or in the country or all over the world. So some of the changes or setbacks due to COVID were permanent and some of them were very temporary. So a buyer has to look and see whether the, uh, you know, the setbacks were permanent or they're on their way to recovery and some of them will recover fast. And some of them will take a while to recover. You know, the longer it takes to recover for any kind of business or industry, the more leverage the buyer has to negotiate uh, for a favorable price. Uh, the business owner knows, you know, to get back to where he was and to do better than what he was doing before COVID, uh, it might take a few years. And uh, rather than wait all those years, he might cut a deal with the buyer and say, hey, you know what? Uh, I see your point and I'm on out for whatever reason, whether it's retirement or he just wants to make a change. And uh, a buyer looking at that and approaching with that kind of uh, understanding will have a better outcome in negotiating through his broker to get the best deal possible. I mean, it might be a perfectly good business. It's like, like a fixer-upper. You know, all it needs is a paint job. And this one, the business is good, the fundamentals are good, the employees are back, everything is good. It'll just take time to get there. And uh, if he's patient, 
he can be rewarded very handsomely uh, for looking for the right business. You mentioned a fixer-upper, and that makes me think of those flipping houses shows and looking to make money quickly and easily. That's that's not realistic, is it, when it comes to buying and selling businesses? You'll probably have to put in some real work into this, and I guess for that reason, what should a buyer know about themselves as far as expectations, their outlook, and even skill set when buying a business? Well, firstly, businesses is not something people should buy to flip. All right, houses people can buy... It might take them three months, six months to fix it, and they might get a buyer. Businesses, no. Uh, people always worry, why are you selling the business for uh, having bought it three months ago? There must be something wrong. And again, you know, it's a big change in the business itself when it changes hands. So to stabilize it and get back to normal and make sure everything is right, it takes a while. So this is not something you can, uh, you know, flip on the fly. Uh, I have had a few people call me and say, hey, I bought this business and I was going to flip it uh, in about six months. I'm stuck here for three years now trying to fix it. You know, uh, equipment was uh, not updated, all those kind of things. It's taken me a while and I'm not making money. But basically a business is worth how much it's making. You might have bought a business in order to flip it and you thought, okay, it's not making money, but I'll, I'll fix it. Well, it's taken you a couple of years and you're still not there. And I'm sorry to say, until you get there, you won't be able to turn it for a profit, all right, unless you want to take a loss. A lot of people uh, call me. You know, they just uh, either bought a franchise or set up a business. It took them six months to do it, and they're in business for three months, and they want to sell it. You can sell the business that fast. I mean, you can if it's uh, like a startup franchise. It has no location. It has to start, and SBA will be happy to lend you money, but once the business is open, uh, you need to establish it and demonstrate how much money it's making, how much sales it's doing. And based upon that, a buyer will be able to pay you the price for the business. Otherwise, you know, he'll think, well, these guys just spent half a million dollars or $300,000 and they want it back. Why are they so impatient? Either they made a bad move or they made a mistake. Well, if they made a mistake, I don't want to pay the price for their mistakes. So th- those are the kind of thinkings that go into uh, the buyer's head. And, and of course, you know, the buyer can take advantage of those kind of situations if it's the right business. Now, you know, a buyer should always know what his or her talents are. For example, if somebody has spent the last 20, 25 years in the tech industry and they're retiring or they're quitting the job to uh, start a new business. Makes no sense for them to go in the food business when it's so risky and everything. Go with what you know. And, you know, even if it's a little different, at least you have a little handle on it. And sometimes people will buy service businesses. If they have experience, that's fine. But, you know, most of the service businesses, like whether it's plumbing or air conditioning or electrician, you need a qualified employee unless you have a master's permit. You don't want to be at the, uh, you bought a business and you don't have a master electrician or master plumber and you cannot conduct a business. That's illegal in the state of Texas. So those are the kind of things, you know, stay within your lane and it's okay to expand your horizons, but uh, know what you're doing. 
You are listening to Ask the Experts, your local source of information about your health, your home, your money, your lifestyle, and so much more. Today's guest is a regular on the show. From Austin Business Brokers, we have Sunil Verma, and he is joining us to talk about the best time to buy a business. With the uncertainty of the economy and the ever-changing business landscape, let the experts at Austin Business Brokers help you. ABBTX.com is their website, or you can give them a call, 512-800-7085-512-800. 7085. We're going to step away for a quick moment, but when we get back to talk to our experts, you know, we are going to talk about ways to predict the impact of the ever-changing economy and how that affects your ability to buy and sell a business and how interest rates are going to factor into those decisions. Austin Business Brokers, 512-800-7085 or go to abbtx.com and we will be right back with more on Ask the Experts. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back here on Ask the Experts, your local source of expert information on all aspects of your health, your home, your finances, your lifestyle, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. I'm your host, Brian Fitzgerald. Today's expert is Sunil Verma from Austin Business Brokers. You can contact Sunil and his team at abbtx.com or by calling 512-800-7805. If you have a question you would like Sunil to answer in a future episode of Ask the Experts, just go to abbtx.com and click the banner on the top right corner and fill out the questionnaire. We will see if Sunil can answer that question on a future episode. Before the break, we were talking about whether or not now is a good time to buy a business in the current state of the economy. Sunil, you have mentioned multiple times in your appearances on the show that the storm is brewing, the clouds are gathering, so to speak. Uh, So let's talk about what a business owner needs to know when it comes to predicting the uncertainty of the economy and how it's going to impact their business. Well, it only takes a major event to impact you locally. If it's a small thing, it doesn't make a difference, you know. But if it's something serious, that can impact businesses everywhere, no matter where you are. You know, all it takes is one nuke to Grew up your whole afternoon, you know. So, I mean, sometimes it's not very difficult to make a connection. Uh, for example, you can see what's going on in Ukraine and Russia and the policies out here uh, nationally, oil. So gas prices are always going to be a problem for the near future, I would say for the next six months, 12 months. And any business that uses a lot of transportation, deliveries, food, anything that is impacted by gas prices, their business will be impacted. Now, over time, you know, uh, buyers or the customers will understand increase of prices because of gas and everything. And everything will adjust by itself between the business operator and its customers. But then that again gives rise to something called inflation, which, uh, you know, 
some people in the government are trying to fight. So it, it's it's a tough situation, and some businesses will not be impacted by uh, the gas situation, and those might be safer businesses for first-time buyers to look into. Just like uh, first-time buyers look into franchises because they have an understanding or the impression that their hands will be held and they'll be guided and it's a proven method of uh, doing business and there's less risk. Sometimes it doesn't pan out to be that way, but that's a different story. But yeah, uh, it's easy to make a connection uh, what things may or may not impact you. Something happening three states away may not impact you at all. So think local, and if you're buying especially a small business which is concerned in the local market, you're safe, whether it's a mailbox place or dry cleaner or businesses like that. But if it's manufacturing where you have your clients in different states or getting your products from other countries to work on, those are more impacted and those are something that you have to be, uh, you know, make a calculation. And it may not be all bad as long as you know how and when you can be impacted. You mentioned inflation, and with inflation comes rising interest rates. The Fed will raise interest rates in an effort to curb inflation, so talk about how that impacts the buyer as far as financing and other factors are concerned, and do higher interest rates impact the buyer who doesn't need much as far as financing? Well, let's say, let's give an example of buying a house. All right, somebody's buying a house, they qualified for half a million dollars in loan with 5% down, and the rate of interest is four, uh, 3%, 4%. Now the interest rate goes up 55 6%. Well, they're no longer qualified for half a million dollars. The bank will approve them for about 350 375 based upon how much their monthly payment is going to be. Now, in businesses, the price doesn't change or how much you qualify. If you qualified and the business is qualified, let's say a million, $2 million, the bank won't say, hey, no, we need to bring the price down from a million to $800,000 to adjust for the interest rates. No, uh, they'll be fine. They'll say, okay, we'll uh, finance you, but instead of paying 5.5%, your interest rate is going to be 65 or 7%. And they keep on going up every time the Fed increases their rates. So, well, that's uh, something any potential buyer has to look, whether he can service the debt and still make a profit and is it worthwhile to make a businesses? And most of the businesses, let's say, typically if they have a 20% uh, margin over sales, uh, net over sales, they should be fine. But then if it's too much interest, you know, if they're paying like half of the what they're earning into uh, interest payments and monthly payments, well, again, a business buyer with cash has a leg up over other buyers. He can tell to the seller, hey, you're selling your business for a million dollars. We have to go through all this uh, red tape with the SPA. It'll take about, about two months to get financed. Plus, they might require you to put 10000 or 10% down like like me, and that's the only way I want to get the loan. Unless I'll pay you cash, and it's a million, 900000 is my price. And I can tell you, more times than not, the seller will say yes, because he don't want to go through the hassle. See that he wants to... Uh, you know, spends uh, two months with somebody at the last minute of the SBS says, no, no deal. Then you have to start all over again. All right. And uh, or on the other hand, the, sell, the seller might say, 
well, I'm going to stick with the price of a million dollars instead of 900000 But here's what I'm going to do. You're going to go to the bank. You're going to get, uh, whether it's SBA or conventional, you're going to get 7% interest. How about if I finance you for 4% for the next 10 years? Well, that's a win-win. So there are different ways to negotiate. And, well, there's always a, you know, a silver lining in every situation. And with the higher interest rates, that's where savvy sellers can do seller financing and savvy buyers can uh, do all cash things. Of course, you have to be careful when you do seller financing, especially if you're the seller. You need to make sure you have a substantial amount of uh, down payment. Instead of bank asking you for 20%, I advise sellers to take at least 50% down payment and then go from there, depending upon the uh, uh, buyer itself. What assets does he have? What properties? Whether you can put a lien. It's not unheard of uh, sellers uh, financing the buyer but putting a lien on their home if it's all paid off and everything. That way they have more control and make sure they get paid back. With the pandemic came many changes in the workforce. Some were pretty obvious, like unemployment and businesses closing or, or having to change their models and ways of serving the public. One of the things we've seen a lot of, but perhaps didn't necessarily expect, is the amount of workers looking for something different, a, a change of scenery, for lack of a better way of putting it. What have you seen from a business broker's perspective? Have you seen a difference in why people are looking to sell or buy a business? Right. You know... I would say only about uh, 10 or 12% of this population owns businesses, small businesses. So there's a lot to be said about being a business owner. Uh, you have the independence, you have the financial independence, and you set your own hours, and you get to work seven days a week. Um, but, but you are in control of your destiny. You are in control of your employees, whether you're chasing them or you're replacing them, or you know just sitting back and let the business run on autopilot and you know uh, make the money. But, you know, on the other hand, all these things take up your attention and it can get stressful. And if you've been doing it for 10, 20, 30 years, it adds up. And especially what happened during COVID, it multiplies. So people just, sometimes, you know, they say a change is as good as a rest. People just want to have a change of scenery. You know, they're, they've been in, let's say, the gas station business for 10 years. They want to sell it and move to something else, whether it's... Uh, transportation or manufacturing or, you know, just open up a bar and just relax. Those, those kind of things. So after all that has happened in the last few years, people are motivated more than ever to sell their businesses, of course, for the right price. Likewise, you know, changes are happening in the business world and bigger changes are happening in the employment world too. A lot of companies are either not hiring or consolidating or relocating as California, you know. People are relocating, and many people cannot uh, relocate with their jobs. Or if they want to relocate, their spouse might have a business, and they have to sell it if the job is a good job for the one of the spouses. And let's say you, you open up a business, uh, you've been in the business only a couple of years, and you're running it, and you're getting there, finally starting to make some money, and uh, your wife uh, gets relocated from uh, Texas to some other state, and she's making, let's say, $400,000 a year. That's a good job. She, she, she don't want to quit. And it makes sense for you to move with her and the kids. 
rather than everybody saying put out here. So in that case, you know, that also causes more businesses to be on the market. And, you know, if the business uh, owner is honest and explains that to the broker and to the potential business buyer, you can make a reasonable deal where you won't lose money in selling your business. And even if it's at short notice, you have to sell your business, people won't take advantage of you if you do it the right way. And therefore, it does help to have the broker represent you. He knows your situation, and he wants to scope out the potential buyer, whether it's serious or not, whether he's the right person for the business, what his intentions are, and what uh, his offer would be based upon what we have presently is as far as financials and the situation of the business, rather than, you know, going there, okay, I know your situation, and I'll uh, take advantage of you, and I'll pay you 50 cents to a dollar now. And that is why having an expert on your side is always the best bet. To have their knowledge at your fingertips can make all the difference in the world. Again, if you have a question you'd like Sunil to answer, you can go to abbtx.com slash radio or click on the link on their webpage, abbtx.com, and we will see if we can get it answered on a future episode. You can also contact them by calling 512-800-7085. Sunil and his team of experts at Austin Business Brokers are waiting to hear from you. 512-800-7085 or abbtx.com. Sunil, thank you so much for joining us today on Ask the Experts. All right. Thank you, Brian. We are looking forward to talking to you next time you join us, Sunil, right here on Ask the Experts, your local source of information on all things for your health, your home, your money, your lifestyle, and so much more. I'm your host, Brian Fitzgerald.